0: Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium. Baby, I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. I know you were wondering where I was at last week. Mind your fucking business. I'm here now. (laughs) Um, I just didn't feel like it last week. You know, I feel like that. Y'all, I hope you guys call out of work every now and again. Because that's what I did last week. Did I prepare the episode for last week? Absolutely. Did I want to do it? No. Did I flip a coin and the coin told me yes? Yes. Did I still not do it? Yes, I did not still do it, but we're here now. We're not going to dwell on the past. We're here now for our September overview. Um, last week was pretty, pretty legit. Um, I, I had some great adventures. I had some great conversations. I had some great exchanges, um, my patience was tested a few times, but you know, what was the point of gaining and understanding patience if you did not allow yourself to, uh, you know, exercise them? So that's always a plus. Um, last week was pretty chill. I went to the museum with my bestie, um, shout out to the museum of fine arts Houston this is not a plug but if i mean y'all want to give me some something off the top you're more than welcome to <laughs> um we went to the fine art the museum of fine arts houston and um it was it was legit they have there's like three new buildings or like they made so many additions to this museum and we were lost as fuck. This is why we only go on Thursdays because if you did not know, all my Houston listeners out there, the museums are free on Thursdays, and that includes parking. Um, but I specifically went. Uh, my main goal, um, going was to go and see. They used to have it's in like the, I don't know, mid-century. I guess that's the name. Yeah, I think that's it. The mid-century. Um, floor and there's like a room full of a whole bunch of flower paintings it's amazing it's gorgeous Um, however they moved that shit around and we had to look for it and now it's scattered out everywhere Um, but they have a lot of new pieces in there they even have like an architecture 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 Ooh, child. Y'all know what I'm talking about. They got a room for architecture. I think I'm saying it right. It doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth, but it also could be because I never say it. Um They even have like an LED room where there's like art made out of LED lights. It's very modern. They got iPads out there now where you can select the picture you want to see. All of that jazz. Um, it, it was grand. It was grand. I had a really great time. Of course, we went in a some good food what did i eat if you know you know <laughs> we went to this new spot it's called k-pot and they do korean barbecue and hot pot and it's all you can eat delectable delectable okay i'm thinking about it I've got my mouth watering again um that was a good time halloween's coming and if you haven't started preparing that's on you 828 oh my gosh it's 828 in the morning on 828 look at us stuck in this loop um if you haven't started preparing for halloween like what are you doing um also um to all my pumpkin spice bitches out there i've received the email I have received the email, um, so I guess gear up. Um, I could lose a few listeners after making this statement. I know how you guys like to tussle and scrap. I do not fuck with pumpkin spice. I do not fuck with pumpkin spice. I do not fuck with pumpkin spice. (laughs) Let me tell you why. We're going to do a quick story time, then we're going to get into it. I don't fuck with pumpkin spice because my mom is a pumpkin spice bitch okay shout out to you Weezy latte I love you (laughs) my mom's a pumpkin spice bitch my mom's the pumpkin spice bitch that stocks up on pumpkin spice to the point where it will last her to the next season and growing up, before she was a pumpkin spice girlie, before pumpkin spice girlies existed, she's like the OG, right? Growing up, like, it would pumpkin spice everything, as soon as, as soon as, oh, just thinking about it, it makes me nauseous. I think it's the nutmeg, because the nutmeg makes me like, well. Anything that has nutmeg in it, I can taste it. You could put one speckle of nutmeg in that hoe, and I can taste it, and it makes me nauseous. I don't know. It's a smell. It's a, I don't know. I don't fuck with it. Um. So shout out to y'all, I guess. <laughs> shout out to y'all, I guess. Um. So we're doing the September overview episode. So we're going to get into everything... September what's the theme for this month you ask I'll tell you um we're gonna talk about all things harvest harvesting our goods harvesting our intentions um even harvesting when it comes to our crystals and exploring various things all things harvest okay all things harvest um even preparing us with our own tinctures and teas and things of that nature. Um, I've already started making my elderberry syrups for the winter season, so um, y'all better get in where you fit in. But without further ado, without further ado, let's get it. Remember, relax, get comfortable, put me up in the corner. If you're driving, bitch, don't relax. Keep your hands on the wheel. Drive your fucking car. Okay, let's get it. Okay, so this month, astrologically speaking, is going to be a pussy popper. But before we get into the month of September, we got to finish out, um, August and, uh, not for anything. This motherfucker is finishing with a bang. (laughs) Okay. Um, Monday, today we have Uranus, uh, going retrograde. So we have Uranus retrograde in Taurus. Okay. So when Uranus turning retrograde in Taurus, um, Uranus turning retrograde in Taurus is going to initiate a period of introspection. Okay. And review regarding the changes you've been making when we're talking about our finances, uh, our general stability and our personal values. Uh, This retrograde is going to invite you to assess whether these changes are truly aligned with your authentic self um, and your long term goals or aspirations. Um, And it's going to be an opportunity to fine tune your approach and ensure um, that your actions are actually resonating with your core values. This is why I've been telling us a lot lately. Um, And if you have been hearing me tell you this a lot lately, we need to ensure that our actions are matching our words. Okay, so that's how we're starting the week. Um, if you guys, if you guys go a few episodes back, um, and I will plug it in the description box. Remember when I talked about Uranus retrograde when it was Neptune retrograde. And then I was like, when Uranus retrograde is coming, I'm not going to talk about it again. Um, go find that episode or click on that episode and talk about it. The same episode that we got that nasty email from that lady that same episode so go back and listen to it (laughs) go back and listen to it so you can get all the tea i'm not going over it again because that was it was juicy (laughs) um then on wednesday um we have a super blue moon you guys can finally say once in a blue moon bitch we have a blue moon right the fuck now okay it's gonna be in pisces um what is a full moon. What is the transit? What does that look like? It's the moon in Pisces is going to be opposing the sun in Virgo. Okay. So what is a super blue moon? Um, it's unique, (laughs) unique, and um it's a unique lunar event and it's going to combine not just the influences of a supermoon which we know is when the moon is closest to the earth but also a blue moon which which means that it is a second moon excuse me it is a second full moon in a calendar month so that's what a blue moon is okay a lot of people don't know that that's why i'm like huh but a, b- a blue moon happens. I believe it's like every. <sniffs> ah, never mind. Fuck. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> oh, anyway. <clears throat> it's occurring in Pisces, um, a sensitive and intuitive sign. We know this. Um, this moon is going to amplify our emotions and our imagination and our spiritual insights. So um this could be a time where we see heightened sensitivity with our excuse me, heightened sensitivity where um you could potentially be in your feels and you could even be in your feels or your emotions when it comes to others as well, right? like here's the thing mind your fucking business during this full moon <laughs> so um it we're we're talking about balancing practicality spirituality our intuition um and, and that's going that that's going to be that energy of the moon in pisces but when we're talking because remember it's a transit so we have to take into consideration the aspects of the sun okay so Um, what, when we take the aspects in to the sun, right? Um, the Virgo is going to encourage us to analyze the details. Um, so not only are we going to be analyzing the details, but we're also going to be surrendering to the flow of our emotions. Um, surrendering to the flow of the realm of the unconscious, unconscious, conscious, lord jesus i can't just break tonight um so finding the middle ground between both of these energies is going to be essential when we're talking about navigating through this full moon um again it's about balancing practicality spirituality um your emotions even um this full moon is an excellent time for self-reflection meditation and connecting with your inner wisdoms, but it's also a time to embrace your emotional depths and explore the spiritual side of you. Um, Especially when we're talking about creative pursuits, artistic endeavors, healing practices are also in favor. Um, Tap in, tap in, bitch, tap the fuck in. Um, Remember when we're talking about astrological events, um, especially lunations check your fucking chart check your fucking chart okay a blue moons are once every two to three years that's what I thought I was gonna say 24 months uh, if you guys didn't know if you guys didn't know I always do an uncut episode of my podcast and I do it on tiktok or on youtube or I might even start sending out some Zoom links. However, you can get that information from my Discord server and you can find out where I'm streaming. So, yeah. <laughs> um. So also on Wednesday, um, shout out to Astro Kitty underscore Kate. She's the one that gave us the answer for blue moons are once every two to three years. So shout out to you, Astro Kitty underscore Kate. so then also on wednesday we have mercury in virgo which is retrograde um it's going to be concussed with chiron and aries and this aspect especially while mercury is retrograde is going to highlight even further our challenges when it comes to communication and healing okay so you might need to adjust your approach when we're addressing old wounds or even sensitive topics or even our emotions. This is taking place right before the full moon is taking place, okay? So not only do we already know, because remember, if you knew better, you would do better. Not only do we know that we're going to have challenges when it comes to communicating, when it comes to healing, when it comes to our emotions, Okay? we will still also have that need and that energy of the full moon to balance, to find that balance to tapping. Okay. So after that, now we, now we can get into the September part of this episode, the September overview, you know, I had to help y'all out through this week. So this month of September is going to be, um, Uh, Again, it's going to be pussy popping on a handstand if you stretched. I keep saying that. If you didn't stretch, it's going to be a challenge for you. If you did, it's going to be pussy popping on a handstand. Okay? On the fourth, Venus is going to station direct. Um, Venus, the planet of love and relationships turning direct in Leo, is going to suggest that matters related to love, harmony, creativity, even our finances, are going to be moving forward. So any stagnations or any issues in relationships, you could start to see ease up and... um leading more to positive interactions and expressions, um, of affection. So it's also, um, that's also going to be a great time for self-expressions and enjoying more of life's pleasures with less guilt. Okay. Um, we then have Jupiter on the third, fourth, we have Jupiter and Taurus that's going to trine Mercury and Virgo which is still going to be directed. This is taking place, uh, right before Jupiter goes retrograde. So, um, the alignment between expansive Jupiter, bitch, don't ask me why I wrote it like this. And, um, analytical Mercury (laughs) encourages us, um, to open up when it comes to communications and being more proactive when it comes to communicating. Um, you could find yourself having... Um, your idea is very well received and, um that the opportunities that you had when it comes to growth, when it came to learning, when it came to presenting yourself or how you showed yourself to others, um, it will ease up. It's going to lead to more uh, success because you will have an opportunity to focus in more on the details. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, um, as I was saying, we have that Jupiter that, we have Jupiter that will go retrograde in Taurus. Uh, When Jupiter goes retrograde, remember retrogrades are times to reevaluate, right? No matter what so um they they show us what we need to work on if you're not working on it of course you're gonna be like retrograde right but if you're actually doing work it's gonna show you and highlight the things that you need to work on so when we're talking about jupiter going retrograde you're going to need to reevaluate your beliefs, your values, um, your plans of growth, your plans of expansion. Um, you're going to need to reevaluate what it looks like attaining your goals. If you did have a goal that you wanted to meet by the end of the year, take time during this retrograde period to reassess. Okay. We stand for our planets in retrograde. I love retrogrades because it shows me where I need to the assistance where i need to redirect my energy okay um you have to be honest with yourself during retrogrades and a lot of people aren't and this is one of those retrogrades where you really fucking need to be honest with yourself bitch revisit your values revisit your philosophies seek deeper meanings when it comes to the experiences that you're having i just said this before we started the before we started recording right Every moment in time is an expansive experience to understand and know how worthy I am, right? Um, that's gonna be like, that's gonna be my motto during this Jupiter retrograde and I hope it's fucking yours too. Anyway, um, the fifth and sixth, we have a uh, Sun, Mercury, Kazemi in Virgo. What does this mean? A uh, Kazemi is in alignment. Um, it is a powerful one. <laughs> ah! I don't know why I wrote that down. Um, this is an excellent time to focus on your thinking and your problem solving and using precise communication. And that's based on the other transits that are surrounding this as well. And when we get into that week, which will be next week, uh, we'll dig a little bit deeper in there. So um staying focused during that time and um allowing yourself to really dig into the details when we're talking about work and we're talking about planning um the 7th and 8th um around the 7th i put the 7th and 8th um and some of these have dual days because it depends on where the fuck you're at in the world i got a lot of feedback and they're like this doesn't make sense because like i don't i'm across the world so it's not the same days look bitch figure it out but i'm gonna add these days for y'all okay (laughs) okay Jupiter in Taurus, seventh days, Jupiter in Taurus is going to trine the sun in Virgo. Remember Jupiter is retrograde. So, um, we could see some challenges when it comes to our self-confidence, our growth or our, our success. Um, but it's also going to promote self-confidence, growth and success. Okay. So you could feel, um, you can feel in a, abundance of optimism you could even slightly feel yourself this transit gives off very much leo energy um so take this time to make practical steps toward achieving your aspirations and goals because remember when jupiter went retrograde we're reassessing right so now it's time for us this transit's going to support us when it comes to taking steps toward those goals and aspirations okay Uh, On the 14th, we have the new moon in Virgo. Um, We love a good Virgo. This is going to encourage us to um, set our intentions related to organization, health, um, even practical improvements. Again, the month of September is about initiating and executing and beginning to harvest our plans of personal development um to focus on refining um our daily routines and refining our life some of these transits are going to have an effect on us into the next year uh especially we're we're approaching the back end of the year babe we're approaching the back end of the year babe don't forget you had a you made a new year's resolution at the beginning of the year january 1 I don't know why the fuck you made it January one and you didn't make it on the first day of spring, but that's nor here nor there. I'm scratching my head. Literally, um, this is time to reassess. On the 15th, we have, um, Mercury's going to station direct. So as Mercury is ending its retrograde phase, communication, decision-making, um, even, on our tech, everything will start running smoother, um, you can move forward with any plans that you might have held off on during uh, retrograde. A lot of clarity and understanding um, could start to resurface things that you were unsure about. All of all of those good things. OK, um, 15 to the 18. This one I was looking at the chart. Um, when I did this transit, I couldn't really pinpoint it, but I know that it's important as fuck. Y'all will figure it out when we get to that week. Um, it's a 15th to the 18th Jupiter and inter- Jupiter and squares, Venus and Leo. Um, there's going to be conflict between growth and enjoyment. This transit, is going to kick our ass but it's going to align us to do the things we don't want to do that we need to do in order to change to grow to expand we also need to balance our desires of abundance and pleasure with responsible choices okay this transit is super important and If you go against your feeling to want to push forward, push through, get shit done, whatever the case may be, even though you may not enjoy it, if you don't push through that, you're fucked. Okay, I'm sorry. Not really, though. (laughs) On the 23rd, we then have the sun in Libra. Excuse me. On the 23rd, we then have the sun entering Libra. Um, so we could see um a shift in focus when we're talking about relationships, partnerships, um, even things, karma, things that are taking place um with diplomacy or even compromises can be highlighted. Um, well, you know, the Libra scales the indecisiveness, I'll move on. I'll move on. <laughs> on the 25th we have Jupiter in Taurus, which is still retrograde. Um trining Virgo well Mercury and Virgo. <laughs> um this is a repeated alignment. Um it's taking a place twice. This is a repeated alignment that's going to reinforce the positive communications and um, learning experiences. However, Mercury is not retrograde the second time that this takes place. So... Um, it's a continuation of the energy earlier this month, but it's going to further suggest ongoing opportunities for growth and expansion, and it's going to be more effective when we are communicating it, that, it, it. Mm. you fill in the blank. Um, on the 27th, we then have Mercury and Virgo, Cox, with Chiron, and Aries, um, this is gonna bring challenges in related in relation to communication and healing. So um it's gonna be necessary. It's going to be very necessary to make adjustments with how we're communicating uh with past wounds or even being vulnerable in situations. Um and understanding is going to be so important. Um for me because a bitch luck's a good challenge this is probably a day or a week or whatever um i don't know if it's a weekend i don't know this is a day or a week that i would definitely be shining some light on shadows that's just me because you know i'm a little cuckoo um anyway we then end the month with the full moon in aries um and this is going to mark um, a culmination of personal desires and initiatives, I guess you could say. So, um, it's going to, it's going to be a time that we are able to take action and assert our individuality. Um, even though we will have some heightened emotions based off of the transits that are surrounding it. But it's also going to encourage you to express yourself authentically. Okay? So, again, the month of September is going to be a little bit of a douchey. But now you know. Because if you knew better, you do better. Um, To circle back for the Circling back to this week. Um this week, all in all, um, there is an energy of abundance that is going to start this week. And, um, Monday, Tuesday, today, tomorrow is going to be a great day to impress your boss, or if you're applying for a new job, or if you need to apply for a job, these are the days that we should be applying for jobs. Um, Tuesday, Could be a little bit moody, um, because we could have some of those past remnants of friendships or love or even FOMO, right? Um, so, you know, just chill, relax. We have Venus, we have Venus, um, Venus. Stationing direct toward the end of the week, so that's why we could have those feelings. Wednesday, we have the full moon sitting. Um, it sits really close, that's what I forgot to mention. So, Wednesday's full moon sits really close to Saturn and Pisces, so um, it could create more of melancholy vibes, but um, you know, embrace personal responsibility and have a realistic approach to life because then we see thursday that's going to be filled with electricity and opportunity for change as long as you're not overthinking things um saturday great date night um we could also see toward the end of the week our self-esteem um when it comes to beauty um you know, it could be a little bit pissy, but just stick in there babe. Like you're gorgeous. I love you. If nobody told you that, bitch, I did. And I'm somebody, so don't start your shit. Um my advice for the week astrologically speaking, um stop looking over your shoulder. Stop seeing who's watching you. Stop um uh, comparing yourself to others for no fucking reason uh mind your damn business this week start preparing start preparing for um the abundance that's coming to you you have everything that you already need and whatever is meant for you will find you with confidence right um are you guys ready for the month of september astrologically speaking question mark (music) So when we're talking about crystals this month, you already know I'm about to shameless plug because we're talking about the whole entire month. Um, Head over to witchbitchtarot.com. Every week we will have a crystal of the week hosted by um, Miss Marley over at Crystal Pisces Studios. Um, It will be linked in the description box below. Um, she is the crystal plug she's the crystal healer she is the goddess the star seed the um, crystal whisper whatever you want to call her but make sure you put that respect on that shit okay um you can head over to my website i will also link it in the description box um, this week, um, we didn't have a crystal last week. We don't have a crystal this week of the week, uh, because we are doing the overview, but make sure that you are ch- tuning into her live shows. Make sure that you are checking out her website to see everything that she has to offer. Um, in the month of September, when we're talking about harvesting, when we're talking about being expansive, when we're talking about aligning with the best version of ourself, right? Um, citrine, carnelian green aventurine sodalite lapis clear quartz blue lace amethyst garnet moons st- confirmation birth moonstone moonstone is really great to work with during this uh full moon that's taking place right these are all great crystals that we can be work. oh yeah shout out to maria f make sure you guys head over to crystal pisces studios and you join marley's giveaway okay um these are great crystals to work with during the month of september When we are talking about being motivated, when we're talking about prosperity or love, when we're talking about communication, when we're talking about insight and wisdom, uh, self-awareness even, Um, when we're working through this retrograde period, blue lace agate. (laughs) <laughs> blue Lace agate is great to work through this um retrograde period with amethyst you know she's my forever babe <laughs> and then garnet is going to um definitely help keep us grounded right um it's going to help us when we're talking about regeneration Um, even with the Moonstone, um, with this Pisces full moon, super blue moon in Pisces, it's going to enhance our intuition when we're talking about emotional balance, um, and also kind of tapping into the dreamy and intuitive energies of this event. Okay. This week though, (laughs) this week though, darling, we're going to be talking about Sapphire. Um, I'm just talking about sapphire. There are multiple colors of sapphire. There's blue sapphire. There's yellow sapphire. Oh, there's orange sapphire. There's pink sapphire. There's white sapphire. We're just talking about sapphire in general. Okay. So sapphire, it is the birthstone of those born in September. Sapphire is great for your crown, third eye, throat, heart, solar plexus, and sacral. Um, Its properties are psychic abilities, love, relationship, creativity, transformation, communication, protection, abundance, prosperity, um, expanding awareness, self-healing, personal will, self-discovery. It is of the planets Earth and Mars and Saturn, excuse me zodiac side gemini cancer virgo leo libra sagittarius i mean Sagittaries. i mean sagittarius capricorn i think i said them all um it is of the element fire water and wind the colors again yellow pink orange light yellow blue green purple black white light blue light yellow light purple dark purple gray bitch all of them <laughs> On the hardness scale, it is a nine. Okay. Ten, ten, ten is a diamond. Okay. um, Sapphire, gorgeous. I love a good sapphire ring. Sapphire can be a little pricey, but rightfully so. Um, As you guys know, we're reading from crystalcouncil.com. So, you can head over there. I'm not plugged by them. Send them an email, maybe they'll plug me. I don't know. Um, so sapphire is a variety of corundum. Okay. And was first reported in 1747 by J.G. walrus He named the stone sapphirus, meaning blue stone, referring to the color of the mineral. Although reported in 1747, Sapphire has been traced back to being used in 25... Oh, I read that wrong. Being used 2,500 years ago. Okay. Sapphire was also considered a stone of royalty by ancient Romans, Greeks, Egyptians, um, and other ancient civilizations. Sapphire is traditionally thought to be dark blue but it comes in a variety of colors, such as blue, violet, white, pink, yellow, black, green, and orange. Each color pigment is due to a different metal occurring throughout the sapphire. Blue sapphire's pigment is due to the iron and the titanium. Violet sapphire consists of vibranium. That's not what it says. Vandamum, I think. (laughs) Yellow. yellow and green sapphire have low iron counts pink sapphire is produced by chrome the only color variant sapphire cannot be seen as is in red because red corundum corundum c-o-r-u-n-d-u-m corundum is ruby so a red Corundum is ruby, so sapphire and rubies are basically homegirls. They're sisters. They're like twins. Oh my god oh my god blue sapphire is an enhancer of insight and um it's an activation st- stone of mental and physical abilities it's going to quicken the mind and allow for one to speak their voice of inner wisdom from deep within when we're talking about yellow sapphire it's the stone of prosperity in southeast Asia, many merchants, merchants, excuse me, and salesmen slash women slash them these <clears> were <throat> yellow sapphires somewhere on their body in hopes to enhance successes. Uh, when we're talking about orange sapphire, it's known as the pa, Pataparadisha, Pataparadisha. Okay, sapphire and is the rarest most prized out of all of the sapphires uh, its name comes from the word lotus flower the sah- sahalis word okay uh, this highly this um excuse me this sapphire bitch i cannot speak right now this sapphire is highly activating is highly activating of one's sexual and creative energies and will light the quote-unquote fire of desire inside of you <laughs> pink sapphire stimulates the gentle energy of love release acceptance and forgiveness um, pink sapphire is a very resilient stone and should be used for protection of your emotions and mentality White Sapphire um, provides focus when we're talking about the clearing of mind, and it's going to help you make decisions. It's going to aid in finding one's path. Um, each person has many paths that they can go on in their life, and the decisions that we make daily take us away, or take away, or add to the paths of our daily day life. <laughs> so, if you want gentle love or rough love, Sapphire. Sapphires, where's <laughs> Each one of these uh, crystals can be paired with uh, each one of these types of, excuse me, sapphires can be paired with a plethora. Um, so some great pairings for the blue sapphire are lapis, azurite, lazurite, Lazarus. Um, yellow sapphire, quartz, herkimer diamonds, and moldavite, orange sapphire is great with orange calcite. I bet because orange calcite, you got a dick appointment, a pussy appointment, a them day appointment, babe, you take you some orange calcite. <laughs> so you can pair orange sapphire and orange calcite and carnelian together. A great combination. <laughs> um, pink sapphire is great with rose quartz, night. Um again and then uh white sapphire is good with penicite. Oh, let me look at that. What is penicite? What is penicite? Orange calcite will have these folks on the ceiling. That's all I'm saying, y'all. That's all I'm saying, y'all. Oh, this is cute. Penicite is a rare but <clearer Gomez> alone <narrative> Silicate mineral, first reported in 1834. Um, it's got its name from the Greek word meaning deceiver due to its identification error between courts. Oh, the color ranges are white, yellow, brown, or colorless. It's great for your crown third eye. It's great for retrogrades, high vibrations, inspiration, clearing, cleansing. I'm going to have to add this to the, um, I'm going to have to add this and, um, I'll do some more investigative reporting. But well, we got a bonus crystal today. Yeah. What crystal are you going to use for the month of September? September will be about all things harvest. When we're talking about emotional, mental, even physically harvesting. I told us a few months ago, I've already started harvesting. Harvesting is also going to look a little bit different nowadays, right? Um, Harvesting for us these days is us just kind of stocking up on supplies, whether it's our um, spiritual supplies, our um, herbs, our cooking supplies, or our foods or whatever, okay? Um, So this is harvest season right we have to prepare for the winter and not for anything i don't know if you guys have been listening to the weather here in the states um this winter is supposed to be hard for a lot of us in the south and for a lot of us in general so um stock up i know that things i know that everybody's budgets are tight shit my budgets are tight like everybody's budgets are tight like nobody got extra money to be been on no fucking fancy record player you know if you know what that's from if you know what that's from i'll give you send me an email send me i don't know what i'll give you guys yet send me an email if you know what that's from and you'll win something but don't go fucking spending all your money on no damn ra- fancy record player and we, you know we don't have it so um doing it in steps and taking our time to do it it's more financially reasonable um i mean if you got the finances do what you got to do but you know we have to be realistic in this economy um so starting to you know get a few extra things that we can afford whether you know if we normally get two cans of stewed tomatoes maybe get three this time you know if we get one bag of beans maybe get two bags of beans this time if we get one thing of rice get two things right um i would honestly stock up on a lot of non-perishable foods um especially again if you're living in the south so um take that how it resonates this is your harvest season you have to prepare to harvest for your family for you. Um, and for those that you care about, you know, some people's harvest season looks like stocking up on toilet paper, whatever. Did I go stock up on toilet paper and paper towels just last weekend? Cause that was on my line item list for last week. Yes. This week is herbs. This week is herbs. Okay. Um, get, get into the gear, get into gear guys. Come on. This is real. This is real. You don't need to go spending a hundred dollars to pop your pussy to go to the bar this weekend, or pop your balls, or pop your them days. Um, let's get real, cause it's gonna be a cold winter. Winter's coming. <laughs> Winter's coming. It took damn near three seasons for that motherfucker to come, but for real though. Um, It's going to be a cold winter, guys. So let's prepare. And the only way that we can prepare is if we do it through the whole harvest season. Um, We can't just do it all in one go. It it takes time. So let's prepare. Um, Again, emotionally, mentally, physically as my stomach growled. So our first week, we're just going to go over the themed outline of What's taking place in September on this podcast? If you're in the mentorship program, our themes tend to follow. Um the podcast. Are they more in depth? does we but anyway, if you didn't know I have a mentorship program, you can head over to witchbitchetro.com and um read the program, shoot me an email, tell me your interests, and we'll go from there. Anyway, uh that was not a shameless, shameless plug. It was just a plug straight up. So, um, next week we'll start talking about harvesting intentions and harvesting our growth, right? Um, so the concept of harvest as a representation of personal growth in manifestation, Um, so we'll talk about how cycles of nature mirror our own journey, um, with planting our intentions, nurturing them, and then reaping our rewards, right? So we should be seeing a lot of our manifestations come into fruition. And how are we going to properly reap the rewards of our manifestations without ruining the crop for the next year to come for the next seeds we're going to plant, um even when we're talking about timings with moon phases or just timings in general when we are harvesting our foods our plants our herbs when we're preparing them for harvest, when we're stocking them for harvest. Um we'll even um do a, har- a harvest intention spell next week for week one of harvest season. Um even when we're talking about um herbs associated with manifestation. That's why next week I chose herbs because I'm going to be going and buying a lot of my herbs um this well, this week next week, um to get me prepared for the next next six months because remember harvest season we should be harvesting enough to hold us until spring okay um the second week um we'll talk about nurturing your inner garden and your physical garden um, while well, everything else is falling or dying, quote unquote, such as the leaves, you know, our grass is dying, like when the outside um, is dying, when things are starting to shed its old skin, how do we continue to nurture our inner and our physical garden, um, when a lot of old is shedding off to prepare for the new. Um, so diving in to our inner garden being a sacred space, but also how is our outer garden a sacred space and how are we able to tend to both simultaneously so they can synergize. And um we'll we'll talk about how we're going to be drawing parallels between um the care that we provide for our actual plants versus and versus slash and the nurturing of our emotional well being and what that also requires. Um We'll continue to talk about, um, herbal, um, correspondence, uh, not just herbal correspondence for week two in September. Um, but also, um, I don't know how you would say like, uh, pantry food. Like I, I know I'm gonna, I'm finally gonna spill the tea. You guys have been trying to get my elderberry tincture recipe, for two years now three years now and um I might spill I think I'm still contemplating I'll spill the tea uh <laughs> I'll spill the tea uh, because um our internal is just as important as important as our external okay and we have to nurture our insides so the sack of meat can keep taking us okay um We'll even do some guided meditations, okay? Uh, week three, we're going to talk about reaping the abundance with gratitude. Week three in September, we're going to be talking about gratitude. Um, when I think of harvest and the energy of harvest and embracing the energy of harvest season, um, the word gratitude is always next to it. Um we have to be willing to acknowledge what we are achieving when we're talking about accepting our abundance. Remember our harvest season looks different. Um, think about put yourself. And this is why I'm saying gratitude always goes with harvest season. Um, because think about, you know, working all summer on a crop and then, um, you know, you're going to harvest it after watering and nurturing it for months and um, half of the crop is bad, right? Um, again, our harvest season looks different. So uh, we we have to have those acknowledgements of gratitude when we are doing harvest, okay? Okay. Um, And also, like, when we acknowledge gratitude, we're only amplifying the energy of abundance. Duh, bitch. Um, We'll be talking about gratitude offerings and gratitude rituals in week three. And even um, gratitude spells or abundance spells. We'll have some gratitude prompts. Um, All of that jazz. Um, And then we'll do, like, a last-minute checklist. Like, are we really, really ready? Are we really ready um, to hunker down for six months? Okay. Um, and then the last episode, last week of that, uh, of September, we're, we're going to be talking about embracing the change and um, tr- the transitions that are going to be taking that we're going to be taking, um, mentally, physically, emotionally, as we begin to hunker down. Remember we are harvesting for sit for to last us for six months. Okay. We're harvesting to last us six months. Um, I've been slowly harvesting my meats, the meats that I do eat, putting them in the freezer, getting prepared for that. Um, for the next six months. Uh my family has always low been like this. Like we don't go grocery shopping um in the winter and yes Rina. Somebody you guys, I hate to say this. We're doing a commercial break really quick. Somebody already somebody already sent me an email. <laughs> telling me where it's from <laughs> if you guys didn't know that's from Mr. Deeds and Renna got it so shout out to you <laughs> I already got the email Um, thank- welcome back from the commercial break um, but we never really went shopping in the um, we never went shopping in the winter time and like even thinking about it like we don't we didn't eat fruit like we didn't eat fresh fruit like um if we did ever eat fruit in the winter time it would be like frozen fruit either that was pre-frozen or like we got from the store frozen and we would eat those in like our oats or and you know my mom didn't fuck with oatmeal or cream of wheat but we did and I do still um like we would have that in our um oatmeal our cream of wheats right um even like eggs and stuff like we really didn't but i also think it's because you know we're like i feel like my generation uh i don't know I, i feel like where i'm at in the lineage of my family like My grandma, like, my grandma was born in, what, fucking, like, 1923 or something like that? My mom was born the same year that black people were allowed to fucking vote. That's why I'd be like, we're not that far removed from any of this, right? That's the only thing. My mom, everybody's like, when was your mom born? And I'm like, the same year that black people were allowed to vote, right? Um, and... I don't know I feel like I have the best of both worlds because like I have the ability to go out and get what I want because you know everything's grown and manufactured out of season in season whatever but also at the same time like I have the understanding and experiences from like my grandma and my mom growing up because like my grandma would be like, "Why the fuck are y'all eating eggs? Like, there ain't no chickens. Like, there's no chickens in out here in the winter acting crazy, laying eggs or whatever." Or she'd be like, "There's no fresh fruit in the winter. What the fuck? Like, so we would never, we would never do that because, like, that's just you know, it would pot roast, pot roast, pot roast, chili, 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 pot roast, chili, 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 chili pot roast, spaghetti. You know, life looks than spaghetti. Like, you know." Thick, heavy meals. Like, in the winter, we would make bread. In the winter, we would make bread at my grannies. Right? Like, we would do, like, we would, like, I don't know. But that that's just it. Like, we, we have to also take into consideration, like, if we're trying to put our body back on the circadian rhythm, right? That's the natural rhythm of the earth, right? Um, why are you fucking... Eating lettuce and salads and fresh fruit in the winter. Where the fuck y'all getting them from? Where are you getting them from? Anyway, so that's what we'll be talking about. That's the theme. That's gonna what we're gonna be going. That's what we'll be going over in the month of September. Um, like cold drinks, cold drinks in the winter is like, no, no, in the winter time. Absolutely not. No. Um, that's what we'll be talking about in the month of September. So buckle up. What do you need to harvest? Start creating a list. Um, if you are unsure, bitch, go to Google, join the server. I got a whole discord server where we talk about all the good stuffs. Okay. All the good stuffs. Okay. What do you need to harvest this season? I've done some deeper diving soul searching I guess you could say when it comes to the tarot segment of this podcast. And I've done that because my like my business is literally witch bitch tarot. Right. And I feel like I'm only I only be given 6 7 minutes to the tarot um or the tarot I say it both ways a lot of people are like bitch why do you say it the other way I just say it how it sounds good it's the same thing right um so the month of September and this goes back to me doing my reflecting I be telling y'all if you do the work you can see change and not for anything like I'm a bitch of change I'm a bitch of honesty I'm honestly going to always reflect on the things that I do okay um, and I feel like I was not honoring, you know, um, what brought this collective to me, what has expanded my business, what has, um, brought me my emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, even financial abundance. Right. So I was like, I ne- we need to go, we need to get thicker in this tarot segment. Um, is anything else going to change? No, bitch. Everything's still going to be the same. We're just going to give a little bit more time. Oh, I thought my lace was showing. We're going to give a little bit more time to the tarot segment of this podcast. Um, first things first. Um, we're just going to go over an outline. Today, I will pull us a card um, from the Moonology deck. Um, by Yasmin Boland. And um, we'll read it straight from the guidebook to help us get better insight, better understanding. Um, but I will go over the outline of what is to come in the tarot segment for the month of September. So um, that first week when we're talking about, again, setting um, intentions, when we are harvesting, uh, we, we also need to set, uh, I, I want to set um intentions when we're talking about this stage of tarot okay so i'm calling it (laughs) this is what my head ass wrote tarot seeds of intention okay um we're gonna take a moment to reflect we're gonna intuitively have a whole intuitive exercise that i've got planned out i have it written out because i was like i didn't i got to plan september really good because i i missed one episode for the month of uh whose month was that august and i told myself this year i'm only gonna miss three weeks of podcast so that's week two we only got one left Um, the second week in September, we're going to be, again, to follow that theme of nurturing the growth, right? Um, tarot for self-care, self-care, mmm, mmm, let me try that again, tarot for self-care in, um, our inner landscape, so, um, I'm calling that the tarot oasis of the soul, um, some of these are going to be interactive, so you got to get your decks out while you're listening. Um, while you're listening to the episode, um, so it is going to uh, it's going to be fun week two. Okay, uh, week three. When we're talking about that theme of reaping the rewards and we're talking about our abundance and our gratitude, um, that tarot segment is going to be tarot harvest of blessing. <laughs> I wasn't even drinking wine when I made this. I wasn't. Cause you guys know I prep on Sundays. I wasn't drinking wine this week. I promise. But like, these are gems. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> um so we're actually gonna do a tarot prompt um you won't need your deck but um i'll do a prompt for the collective and we'll do we'll pull some cards for the collective week three and um when we're talking about the harvest of the blessings it also comes with understanding so week three we're gonna dive into some symbolisms Um, when it comes to the theme of abundance in tarot alongside of our spread, I mean, our pool that we're going to do. And then for the embracing change and transition, the theme of episode four, week four is the tarot cauldron of transformation. That's going to follow a prompt. That's also going to be an interactive exercise. So, um, you may need to bring your decks to that episode too. Um, and it's going to be very, it's going to be, it's going to hit different. It's going, um, it's going to hit different for the month of September in these tarot segments. Cause I honestly, I felt like I was slacking, babe, like legit we would talk for an hour on which bitch Tarot podcast. He would talk for a fucking hour about every and anything fucking else. And then I would only give six minutes to tarot. We ain't doing that no more. I was looking at which bitch's burger chart and I was like, okay, bitch, I see you biting back. Okay. Um, so with all that being said, I'm going to leave us. Ooh, we got North node. It just flipped over. I'm gonna leave us with a pull for uh, the week. Something to think about. I think this is a great one. What we're talking about for this week. I'm reading it straight out of the guidebook. I got to find the page, though. I have got to find the page. Also, I've been hitting these hoes lately. What does that mean? When I be hitting these notes lately, I've been hitting them jokers. And, um,. Honestly, at this point, the Grammys should just recognize me as the next, the leading artist of the week, year, month. Week, year, month. Um, Oh, shit. I just ripped my gobble. So we have North Node. Step out of your comfort zone. There is a strong feeling when you get this card that it's time to leave the past behind somehow because you are headed in the right direction. If you want to be happy and fulfilled, you need to get going toward doing the things that scare you within reason. This card is all about living your purpose, which is possibly what you've asked about. It is urging you to dare to do something different with your life and your direction, to take action so are you willing to follow through and lead the life you incarnated to live you are incarnated to live if you finally find courage to make the leap there's a good chance you'll come to yourself huh oh you'll come to ask yourself i was like wow (laughs) that got dark wing um you'll come to ask yourself Why did I wait so long? To atone to the moon or to the sky. I know I'm headed in the right direction. Additional meaning to this card. You are headed for something in which feels like destiny. You need to face your fear and get over it. Time to stop obsessing about someone or something. Stand on your own two feet. You got this. The teaching. The North Node is where the moon crosses, the ecliptic going north. It is a karmic point on the horoscope chart that shows us what we need to do and where we need to go with our with our life to find satisfaction, fulfillment, and happiness. The North Node is a karmic astrological point that reminds us to paraphrase um andre gidd that in order to discover new oceans we must prepare to lose sight of the shore that's the card for the week um i hope that hit some of y'all hoes and if it didn't go back and listen to it again um, thank you, thank you guys so much for listening. As you know, I couldn't do this without you and I wouldn't want to. Make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com so you can see everything that I have to offer. Um, you can book your private sessions there, sign up for the mentorship, sign up for the classes. September classes are out, y'all. Uh, we have another September class featuring Crystal Pisces Studios where you're going to get that $20 gift card if you sign up for that class. Okay? Um, and if you are listening on podcast, Apple, or any other platform, please make sure you hit that five-star rating and leave your comments, your questions, your concerns, whatever the case may be. (sighs) With all of that being said, as you know, hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Which bitch is which? And no, bitch, I do not sell owls. So stop fucking asking.